What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Work Never Stops podcast. I'm Deji Wessey. This is my man, Stevon Lewis. What's happening, y'all? And uh, we're starting a new series today for Work Never Stops. And uh, Stevon hit me up and was like, man, we should do a series about entrepreneurship. And uh, of course, I'm about that life. So, uh, you know, <laughs> so I was like, man, this it's a no brainer. And uh, it fits right into the ethos of work never stops so i thought why not um and our even our previous podcast we had some some great success and uh made some really cool episodes kind of around some of the topics we're going to touch on in regards to entrepreneurship so without further ado uh let me stop disclaiming let's get into this yes sir yes sir yes sir that was that was the idea behind it is that i think when we were doing nothing is absolute we were kind of in a transition phase, like both of us in our lives, you just starting uh, with the MBA program. And I was kind of, you know, getting some disillusion with my job and wanted to get the hell out of there. Uh, so, you know, trying to figure stuff out. And so that was like what the crux of that was, of like, you know, how are we figuring life out uh, in, in this space or whatever, as the world continues to move. And yeah, I think now true. we're both in a place of where entrepreneurship is at the forefront. Like, it's, it's a weird thing. I was going to say, Oh, but you know, you live this entrepreneur thing, uh, but I guess shit, I do too at this point. You know, what I mean, so it's a, it's an interesting space to be in. So when I hit you, I gave you a list of all this stuff, uh, and and when we were kind of chatting about it, you came up with some like you started talking about like the the idea behind you know doing business or being an entrepreneur in like education, uh, which is I guess apropos because you're about to graduate like quickly. Uh, in a week or so, <laughs> or two weeks actually, is it? It's a little more than two weeks. Oh, I mean, it's, it's 18 you days. You got the finish line. You're done. You're done. <laughs> like, I'm done. They, yeah, like, I, they, could, they could finish me today. So. I tried. <laughs> I tried last year. Like, hey, how much money can I give you? <laughs> you're not itching to do another 18 days you're like look you could today i can be done if you oh, took man. those back i'll be i wouldn't even trip i don't even give me no money back like <laughs> no way <laughs> change, change. not awesome. at all man not at all yeah but no you were talking about that and so like i guess i wanted you to start kind of what i guess like your thoughts about this whole entrepreneur thing and education and like what's lacking there because i think it's a good segue to you know, to set up what we're going to talk about with the series. Well, you know what? Funny enough, uh, yesterday was my last class and... Oh, yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> so um, I'm in this class and it's called it's called Founder's Dilemma, right? Um, it's uh, how to um, overcome pitfalls of a founder, right? And so you do all these case studies and everything. And uh, funny thing is, is the last thing that I did in class was a role play and I uh, stepped up to be to play the role of Tom one of the Toms in, from Nantucket Nectars oh wait what yeah see you, I remember that thing. That's no, I know the Nantucket Nectars man you know he was on the Nantucket Nectars back to Hamilton High School player boom oh man so um so there was a role play of course for this case and so the case was about how they sold their company and like what you know what went into that why they sold what were the options blah 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 so and what was the market landscape so 
Um, so funny thing is, you know, he asked somebody to step up or whatever to play the role. And I jumped in because obviously I'm well, not obviously, but I'm the only beverage entrepreneur in the in the in the entire program. Matter of fact, in the entire Marshall <laughs> School of Business, probably. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. In all of USC. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. <laughs> no, maybe, maybe, maybe. Might be. I, I know one you probably are, though, is the, is the only black beverage entrepreneur. Well, I bet you that's that's true. That's for sure. Yeah, that's for sure. Probably in USC history. In USC history. <laughs> hey, that's probably true. That'll be interesting. That'll be interesting. Oh, and this will actually uh, let's talk about that later. Yeah. All right. But uh, but <laughs> find this out to you guys. Don't don't be fooled. He will do the research to find that out. <laughs> Real talk. So uh, <laughs> so uh, so yeah. So I I volunteered to do this, and uh, really interestingly. They one of their differentiators was natural cane sugar. They use natural cane sugar in their drinks. And remember, it was like, you know, supposed to be healthier and all this stuff, right? It's like really cool. Go hard is you is uh, created with natural cane sugar. It's healthier. It's you know, all these things. Um, they have a you know unique story. I have a unique story about you know how I started the brand, and uh, it was just too many, too much similarity. So kind of cool that I end up getting to play the the role of this uh, you know of these founders, right? And um, well, you know what's funny? As you're saying this story, it was like all I kept thinking of was like coming to America, and McDonald's and McDowell's. Oh, McDowell's. <laughs> they got two all beef patties. We got two. <laughs> Yo, hey man. They got a special yeah. sauce. We have a special sauce. <laughs> Our buds have no seeds. Uh, dude, man, that's like classic. That's classic. classic. My bad. My bad. It's like, yeah. <laughs> The big Mick. We got the big Mick. <laughs> oh man. Hey, but it works, man. Skechers, Skechers made their whole company off of that. Yeah, 100 percent You know? just like what? Diesel? Yo, you did what? You got leather on your shoes? You did what? what? We got leather on our shoes. <laughs> oh, um, my bad. My bad to sidebar. All, all good. All good. Um, yeah. but uh, so yeah, so anyway, so I do this thing and um I roll, I, I jump into the role, obviously. Um, well, you guys don't know, but Steve on knows my first love was acting. So mm -hmm. I just jump right into it. And of course I can identify with like pretty much everything that these guys have gone through and you know, um, from creating a product to getting out in there in the market, dealing with distributors, dealing with barriers of entry, big companies around you lurking, what the interests are of the big brands that want to purchase you why they want to purchase you do you, you know how do you deal with them so these mere mortals uh in the class uh were supposed to play the role of pepsi uh somewhere's ocean spray somewhere try the big wigs okay yeah, i thought yeah. you were the big guns supposed to come in you know and, and 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 make offers to us um and so uh man i just start just start slicing and dicing just really <laughs> just hell um, yeah and uh, just really like flexing my negotiation muscles and like, just, you know, like, this is what I do, you know? And so, um, you know, let you make you play your cards and then get in your head. And so, um, yeah. so, I mean, I was having a good time. It was, it was great. <laughs> it's so, my pleasure. Right, right. So, so for all those moments that I call you up and I say, man, this entrepreneurship program ain't doing this, it ain't doing that. It's not, you know, the last, the very last thing that I get to do is right in my, like right where I needed to be. Like the entire time. You no, know, like, it's, <laughs> so it's like, 
man, it's like going to a, a restaurant, like being hyped to go to this restaurant, kind of getting like bad service. But then at the end, they give you like a $500 gift card. Like, you know, <laughs> it's gold, like, gold. like, man, yes. I was trying to be mad, but and then they, you know, <laughs> and then the dude came up, gave me a bottle of wine and was like, yo, here's, <laughs> it's like, yeah. how can yeah. I? <laughs> like, like I'm gonna be back, but do better next time. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Uh, man. So yeah, so you know, it gave me a chance to like, re- you know, really live, te- you know, test myself. Just you know, mm-hmm. everything that I, you know, I feel like I've learned, or you know, just in school or out of school, whatever. Over the last few years, it was, you know, it was good. It was great, man. Well, I got a heat check. Heat check. Yeah, yeah. yeah. See if I got it. <laughs> Am I really <laughs> hitting? I've because in practice, I've been hitting. There you go. Let me see. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. I like it. I like it. No, nah, that's that's what's up, man. I mean, like, like finally school has, well, I don't want to say it has because it's, I, th- I think of it kind of like the karate kid thing of where, you know, it's the wax on, wax off, and you don't know what it is until you get into the space to actually have to do it. And so, yeah. like, now that you, you're like, oh, snap, I do know some stuff, and I could use this, and I could, I could use this to my benefit. I do know this business thing. And I think when we were talking the other day about kind of the series and what we were going to do, mm-hmm. it made me, you know, you kind of started talking about how like in most programs, you don't learn about business. Because what we want to talk about today is kind of like creativity and entrepreneurship and you being a creative entrepreneur, like it's in your title, it's it's appropriate, right? Like I, I think for me, I'm learning to see myself as a creative uh, and it looks different, oh, right? Like yes. <laughs> it's, it's a weird thing, right? Like it's obviously in the room when I'm working with a client, you know, hella creative because I'm coming up with interventions and stuff that are going to be appropriate for that person. Uh, but then like business-wise, you know, I don't, I'm learning business. You know, I will say that like, you know, it wasn't my first thing. And so being creative about how to do that. So I'm learning stuff. But I think you were talking about like the fact that in, in other programs, you don't learn business. And so I cut you off before like, you know, I was like, oh, we got to save for the podcast. So I guess finish <laughs> that thought that you were saying about other programs or other I guess, I don't know, educational tracks, maybe? Yeah, so uh, so we were talking about different types of uh, entrepreneurship and uh, creativity within entre- entrepreneurship, right? So that's what it was, uh, the different types of entrepreneurs and stuff. Yeah, yeah, it was a whole thing. Yeah, so, um, you know, like you said, there's creative entrepreneurs, right? Mm-hmm. Which are like, you know, these are visionaries, people who come up with concepts and um, they may not implement these things, but these are the masterminds, right? These are the mm-hmm. people who like see the business model or they see the opportunity and, you know, they, that's what they do. They come up with that, with this thing. Now um, there are um, Im- imitator entrepreneurs, um, people who, who are entrepreneurs, they didn't necessarily come up with something new, but they are taking the risk on themselves. Cause because honestly, like that's what being an entrepreneur is, is, uh, is taking on risk, right? Like really at the, at the end of the day, how much risk can you take on, right? Like that's, that's, that's I think that is a great identifier um, because for the imitative, uh, imitator entrepreneur, you're not coming up with a new business model. Like you see a business model that could work for skills you have or access you have to resources mm-hmm. and you're implementing that business model, right? Um, and that, and then these people, you know, and this is what I was, when I was getting into is like, these people are your doctors, your lawyers, your therapists, um, mm-hmm. your small business owners, um, you know, and, and, and also, you know, restaurant owners and things like this too, but, you know, but, um, but to, to this point, 
uh, when you're becoming, going to school to, you're going to medical school, you're going to law school, you're going to, uh, to be a therapist, you're going to school to be a therapist, you're, mm-hmm. you're studying psychology, um, things of this nature. Nowhere in the program are they telling you how to own your own business or run your own business. There, it's yeah, not even not an elective. It's not even an elective. Like, you know, <laughs> if you want to take it, it's not offered. So, how do, you know, <laughs> so, it does not exist. It doesn't even exist. So, so where do you want, you know, where do you pick up these, uh, these skill sets? Uh, you know, you have to just go there. It's, it's almost trial by fire. If, if you didn't come from pedigree already, because a lot of people, mm-hmm. let's be honest, their dad or mom was a lawyer. They're finishing law school. They just tap into the family firm or mm-hmm. they've been working at the family firm since they were 16. So they know the ropes. They know you got a market. They know you got, you know, you have costs. You have to, you know, uh, consider your cost of goods, you know, mm-hmm. or, co- you know, cost of service. So uh, these are, these are things that they have to understand. Um, but there are a lot of people out there who had their head in the books and, and went to medical school and, you know, eight, did the eight year track and never uh, thought about when I get out, how am I going to make money outside of getting a job at a at mm-hmm. XYZ hospital? Um, right. You know, um, where do I fit in? Where, you know, where do I fit the skill set into making money? And I guess it's part of the, just part of the game, the American game, right? Is, uh, you know, how do, how do you survive? <laughs> so, right, right, right. And I mean, that, that, that's so true that like okay. in my program, that wasn't even a thing. And I think now it's some, you know, uh, clinical, clinical kind of training programs uh, that they are starting to offer it as an elective, but I've gone and like been a guest lecturer at some of those uh, for that class in particular. And it's not, it's not like so robust of like, Hey, here are the steps to building your private practice per se. Uh, these are like, you know, ways you can do things, but it doesn't like walk you through to say like, Hey, here's how you set it up. And, you know, kind of the, the, the designation of business entity you want to do or any of that stuff. It's, you could go here, you could do this thing, you could do that, which, you know, great. Like in my program that didn't exist. And, you know, all the professors were telling me you'll, you'll end up in private practice. When you get in private practice, you'll be fine. And I don't even know how to start a private practice. I remember how I felt like so so out of place when I, when somebody said yeah you're you're a small business owner and I was like I'm yeah. a small business I'm a therapist low key though like yeah, yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know so it felt weird yeah yeah it's interesting man um you know two things so uh one of the one of the common complaints about uh entrepreneurship in business school from you know from the students is we're starting at step six when it comes like when we do study entrepreneurship you're starting at step six in class what about steps one through five like can you can you help me along there and these are business people right? that's what i'm thinking i'm listening to you yeah. say this i'm like well wait what about the other five steps? <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's you know there and and that's pretty much the standard and it sounds like that's also what's happening in you know in these classes that you're talking about that you've been to and you've been a part of is that they're starting so far down the line it's like it's it's in, it becomes intimidating because yeah. yeah you 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 gotta get there but you know like you know you don't just you don't start there my uh, first class was algebra like my first math class was algebra it's like wait what are we talking <laughs> about oh my god yeah man it's crazy so um so what i did is i created a course um to tell you how nice. to like register your business um uh, things like this and i put it online and stuff and of course people didn't buy it 
but I put it out. <laughs> put it out to. Uh, they don't know. They don't know what they need, man. Also, you probably did that like within the last year or so, and like it takes two to three years for people to catch up to where you are. We know that. Hey, man. Real talk. I just watched a video. There's a there's a page on Instagram, and I, you know I'll plug them just because they're Nigerian. But um, it's go. called Niger Made Me at Niger Made Me. And uh, their video, I just watched their video today and it was literally my Project Motherland like intro video from years ago. Like, it's just like, <laughs> it's like everything they said, I was like, damn, like that's crazy. Like, I'm like, I'm like yeah. I was like, but it's so cool <laughs> that, that, uh, that they're there. I was, I was hyped, I'm hyped for them, you know? Hey, go out there and, you know, make it happen. Hell yeah, any idea you come up with you should like put it in a in a vault until like three years like oh do not open until like three years from now yeah. <laughs> it'll be the right time to do it i have a healthy respect for that now yeah like yeah i got i got this ev charging startup concept that i'm like you know what L- let me not push the gas right now yeah it looks like it's you know it's a good time but maybe it's not <laughs> they're not mm-hmm. they're not ready for this let me just do what i'm doing with go hard you know and then <laughs> You know, yep. let's just let's just slow step it on our way there and keep molding it, you know, and then be ready to go. Because what I've been mm-hmm. on go hard for three years now, yeah. And, and uh, see how long it's taken for things to kind of start. Oh, it's catching fire, though. It's catching fire. Catch a fire. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which which is an interesting thing. Like this is a a good kind of segue to to talk about like being an entrepreneur and I think what we want to cover in the series and you were talking about how like with nothing is absolute we were discussing some of these same topics of like networking and you know like uh finding the client for you or you know who are your people when to ask for help stuff like that and, and that's all different now as an entrepreneur and I think the phase that I'm at and maybe this is where you live so I don't know if it's a phase so you'll probably correct me on that is like I'm in this creative uh, part of where leaning into being an entrepreneur or a solopreneur, which is even more difficult because you're doing you're responsible for everything, uh, is like I've got to do the work that I'm doing that's making me money, but then I've also got to think about other ways to make more money or grow, expand my business, and then I've also got to like implement those things to make that stuff happen, which which can be daunting. So like, how do you because you've been I'll say you've been, since I've known you, you've been a creative, uh, you know, I guess I, I, I shy away from that, that, that label, uh, but, but you've been, that's been you forever. I mean, since I've known you, I, you know, that's writing in seventh grade, you know, short stories and shit together. Like that's been a thing yeah. and you stayed with it. I stopped, but like, you know, that's been, that's been your thing. So like, how do you kind of get into the creative space or balance some of that stuff? Man, it's a, well, it's something I had to learn, um, even though, so my, my, my mind is like, I'm, I can be creative, very creative, uh, but can all, I can also be like practical and like business and like more like business, right? Like, mm-hmm. uh, what's the word I'm thinking of? Um, ah. Like linear. Or... Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can, I can, I can do both. But the, the hard thing is doing them both at the same time, right? Like I used to have periods like of like months where I'm like in this creative space. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden this part of my mind would shut off and I would just go into like linear thinking, mm-hmm. right? Um, and I think that had to do with like 
you know, being in corporate space where like creativity is, it's oppressed it's shunned it's like you know like yeah anything new like like (laughs) what are you you thinking for what do you think just do just do be a robot you know and and trying to fit into those spaces um but also being being able to function in that way um you know but then realizing like i'm i have to i i need to be operating with both at the same time in order to reach my level right Mm -hmm. so um so it's some it's somewhat natural. Um, so so okay. So I'll say one: you have to trust your creativity. Mm-hmm. You have to trust it. You have to give yourself the room to create. Mm-hmm. Um, two, you have so to. So be- pick that apart. Pick that apart before. Well, well, say two. I'll write it down, and then then I'll come back to one. Yeah. So uh, and then uh, and then you have to be able to um, to edit. That's a <laughs> that's a, <laughs> that's that's the that's the power skill is Mm -hmm. editing is editing yourself editing your thoughts clarifying your thoughts doing a feasibility analysis to use in in, look at all that usc on you (laughs) um in order to see if this this thing's actually uh worth your time because Mm -hmm. that at the end of the day everything you come up with is not sliced bread right? <laughs> yeah it's not it's not, not going to be a lucrative uh, idea per se and maybe we don't put the time and energy into it exactly. so, something you said like when you were saying like there are periods of, of like creativity and then periods of like being more linear and executing I thought that was just me so like the way I you know because I'm a, a therapist like the a psychotherapist the way I kind of say it is like I'll joke with my other therapist friends and say like oh I'm in my hypomanic state you know, where I like the ideas are flowing, you yeah. know, I'm like, oh, I can do this and this is good. And like this thing I've been thinking about, I'm getting all this clarity on this stuff. And then there's like a period of like where that slows down and then I get into, okay, let me start building this stuff, which is a much slower process. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I guess to kind of the part where you said you got to give your space to create, give yourself space to create. I was in a, a kind of, uh, I'll say like a mastermind group about the business of therapy, which has been really, really helpful to me. Uh, it's talking about like doing just that, like, you know, how do you go about doing this? So essentially the class I, I, I didn't get, <laughs> I took it recently. Uh, <laughs> the class I never got, I just finished it last Sunday. Uh, but, but part of that is like, and this was like kind of a foreign idea to me in, in the understanding of like being a, an entrepreneur or a solopreneur. She talked about doing a, a business retreat. And like, I've worked for companies and we've done retreats for sure. Like, that's not a brand new thing. It's not a brand new concept, but I don't think about it for myself. And, you know, I was, like when you say, you know, give space and maybe, you know, kind of recall that of like, how do you kind of intentionally set space aside to, to create? Because again, you, I see you, when I look at you, like, I know you to be a creative. I remember like giving you as like presence for maybe you were traveling somewhere and I gave you like a journal thing of like, yeah, like a leather bound thing. It's like, the, you know, I didn't have a ton awesome. of money, but it was I love those. To get, like, yeah, bought, it was I like, bought like three of those after I filled that one up. That was like, yeah. yeah. Was like, yeah. I was yeah. like, oh, this dude's going to use this shit. This is practical. This is a practical yeah. gift. <laughs> it was awesome. Hell yeah. I tried to get like a leather bound. Like, hey, I, I splurged on that a little bit. Yeah. Uh, but but awesome. it's like, yeah, like how do you set a space to be creative? Because it's one thing like ideas are coming, but like how do you kind of can you force that? Like, can you force this creative space? Like, oh, I just got to do these things and then the ideas will come, or like how does that work? Um, I don't think forcing it uh is a thing, but I do think curating it or cultivating, I should say, cultivating is a thing. So 
I'm gonna get uh, ethereal here, but uh, <laughs> but <laughs> but do it, do it. But uh, I I mean, I can't stress enough that what you, what you put in is what you get out. Mm-hmm. So being careful about the images that you see, uh, being conscious of the music that you listen to, being conscious of the movies that you watch, being conscious of the people you're around. Uh, and the type of interactions that you have are important because you need to, um, you know, like I said, you need to trust that creativity. So things are going to come out, right? Mm-hmm. They need to be free flowing. You can't be in your head thinking about like, oh, was this going to, you know, is this good? No, you have to like, you have to get them out. Uh-huh. Like ideas have to come out. So, so you can't be in spaces where you're not just freely being yourself and, you know, and freely flowing, you know, on a, on a constant basis, that's not good for creativity. Um, you know, uh, if you, now, if you are trying to, uh, to create a certain, uh, tone or a certain type of emotion or something like this, then of course, obviously, then you, uh, you tailor the images that you see, you tailor the, you know, the, uh, interactions or what, you know, the movies you watch or whatever, like, you know, the, the, like these things do have a tonality that come out in, in, uh, in our behavior, our creativity, our actions. So, so that is a thing. Like I literally used to, um, I, w- I would complain about, uh, I think it was like Twitter at the time, or it might've been Instagram, uh, early days of Instagram that like, you can't just say like, these are my favorite artists in like, you know, just, I just look at, their you know images like from these people uh instead of like being inundated with like memes of mm-hmm. you know stuff like this like because sometimes that stuff's not that stuff's not helping me mm-hmm. get to what i want to you know create my opus you know like i i want to just look at you know banksy and like you know all these other people who i i, I admire their creativity cause all this type of stuff just so i can like you know it gets me going like uh and inside so I can create what you know my best painting you know uh, so mm-hmm. to speak you know, it's not painting but it's you know right. it's what I deliver so yeah I, li- I like that because because I'm like actually I'm going to set up one you know uh, mid-May I'm going to do you know a retreat for myself uh, te- check with the accountant you can write it off uh, <laughs> and, and it's a thing of where I need space to, I've got ideas and, and it's like, I've done my little hypomanic kind of phase and got the creativity out, but I need to like, I need some time and space away of not actually seeing clients or working or doing speaking engagements to be able to move the ball or move the needle on those things to get them to come to fruition. And so I'm going to take some days to do that. All right, Bert and, Kreischer. Yeah, yeah, right. what happened? I said, all right, Bert Kreischer. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. But then like also as, as being like in business for yourself, like part of it is like, well, if I'm going to do that, I'm also not going to be making money, you know, like, cause part of what I do is I make money from either sitting with someone or, uh, you know, doing a speaking engagement. Like I have to be present to make money at the, at this moment. It's what I'm trying to create is passive income where I don't have to be present and can still make money. But I have to steal away time, you know, from the business to be able to do that and not be thinking about like, oh, I'm going to have to do this or I need to do this uh, or this is coming up or, you know, because it doesn't give me a long enough window. And so this is like a weird thing. And I guess, how do you get comfortable with that, that part of it? Because I'm asking you because you've done this longer than me. Yeah, it's uh, it's interesting because uh, I, I have 
I've observed entrepreneurs who, and I feel like this is like the worst type of entrepreneur to be, uh, the one that like, like your business owns you, right? Mm -hmm. Like you can't stop doing these tasks because your business is going to fall apart. That's the worst spot you could ever be in. Um, yeah, yeah, that's even, where I'm in right now. Thanks, Deji. <laughs> Lee. Like, I mean, I, <laughs> but really, I mean, it's like the conversation we had before you started recording. You, you're really not in this. Oh, well, okay, okay. <laughs> I, I see what you say. Everybody, relax. Settle down. Settle down. <laughs> you're really not in that. So space. I'm not there. Okay, for sure. There's some people, you. you know, where their costs are so high that if they miss a week, you know that their business business uh, yeah which is i mean which is not i mean obviously it's you know it speaks to a few things mm-hmm. uh, and you know why aren't you managing your costs better you know uh, yeah that 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 with feasibility and that's analysis or something i know it's in there yeah yeah so um you know what wh- where's your long-term value of your customer you know like you you know um manage that better um but yeah so um uh man i kind of got down that road um oh um yeah, yeah okay so yeah so i think that's kind of like the worst spot to be in um you know even when uh when covid first started and um businesses started shutting down and i was like dude some of these businesses aren't coming back not because of um you know they lost money from covid it's because the government's offering them this ppp loan some of them are going to take that money pay off their lease or whatever and uh, and they they're free now, like now they're free <laughs> from the bondage of the business. Yeah, they like, their freedom. <laughs> like it's like what? Even if you know, like I can imagine some of these people like a, a 10k just in their hand, and then they paid off. You know, the uh, the lease they were tied to or the the payroll they were tied. You know, they're free now. So now they can go. You know, like and. Honestly, I've had some of my best ideas when I was doing something I didn't want to do when I was working a job that I didn't want to be at or whatever. Uh, I mean, I'm sure they came up with all kinds of stuff, you know, while, <laughs> while they were locked up in that shit. And now <laughs> yeah. they're like, dude, what? We ain't opening back up. Like, we <laughs> no. like I sell cell phone cases online now. Like, yeah. you know, like, so, <laughs> you know, like something, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, it's... <laughs> They yeah. probably broke free. So how do you do that? Uh, there's different ways to uh, <laughs> to kind of step back. Uh, one thing is you got to think about it like you're investing in yourself. Mm. Like this is your time, right? That's this is your that's your most valuable asset, right? Is your time. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, you may have it attached to a certain amount of dollars per hour. But if you really think about it, um, you can find some room there. Um, and And also... Think about what's the, um, where's the diminishing uh, value? Like, yeah, you're going to make another couple hours of uh, your, you know, of your, uh, your rate, but when does it start diminishing? Like your actual value, like when, when's burnout coming, you know, like how long can you do this? Is the, you know, is the upside for this potential, you know, other thing that you come up with much higher? Like you said, you you value having uh, something that's uh, residual, that's making money for you. You know, while you're, you know, your money's making money for you, essentially, mm-hmm. right? Or your, or your value stored digitally makes is making more money for you. You know, whatever it might be, right? Mm-hmm. Um, 
It doesn't have to be digital. It could be some system you create or whatever. So um, institute rather. Um, but uh, but yeah, that has a tremendous upside versus the hourly focus. So um, once you start thinking about investing that time in yourself, you know, it's up to you to decide, you know, how to make it happen. Um, you know, you'll make it happen if you want it bad enough. I mean, that's, uh, you know, I mean, anybody who's like become an entrepreneur in their own right has had to sacrifice something to get, to get something. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. Like, yeah, I don't think that, you know, we get to level up per se without, you know, going hard, right. Or, or rolling up our sleeves. Like, like, I mean, that's the concept or, you know, the idea of, of the ethos of work never stops is that it doesn't mean that you're 24 seven, you know, doing something. It's, it's more of, Hey, you, you're constantly thinking, evolving, changing, having to pivot. So that doesn't stop as long as you are alive and wanting to progress. So like, that's, that's the part that doesn't stop. And I think, you know, like one of the big things about, I guess, kind of sustainability is that you got to be creative or thinking about like how to pivot. Uh, so that, you know, I know some, some we'll call them more seasoned clinicians were having a difficult time when COVID hit uh, to transition to, to fully virtual. Uh, whereas like I was doing virtual sessions already, uh, it was a thing for them and they were like trying to get set up and it's like, hey, you know, this stuff is available to you, but if you resist it, you can get kind of kind of stuck. You think maybe Blackberry, right? Like if you don't embrace kind of some of this new, new change, yeah. <laughs> you might get left behind. Yeah, uh, with things blockbuster. That's oh that's yeah, blockbuster, the brick and mortar joints. Hey man, they should have should they should have bought Netflix. Like they had a chance. Yeah, twice. Yeah. Should have did it. Should have <laughs> did it. And you see where they are. They they could have made their own. They, there you go. There you. That's also not uncommon. That you know. Yeah, but yeah. I think like that's that's the part of it is like trying to be. It's 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 weird when I think about creativity as an entrepreneur. It's like being creative in like your dissemination of services, but mm -hmm. then also you got to be creative about like how you're going to expand and grow your business. Mm -hmm. And I think that's that's not anything that is really taught, but is also necessary. And so like it's things of you know how how do we you were talking about this of you know when do you kind of hinted at it a little bit of like how do you ask for help. You know, how do you know when to get support? Because you talked about time being valuable. And early on, you know, I don't know how everybody's businesses go and if they got tons of backing, but, you know, I'm the type of person you talked about the overhead and, and stuff yeah. going out. Like, hey, I'm going to do as much as I can myself because I need to keep as much of my capital as I can and, and, and you know, not pay, pay it out. Like if I'm needing something done and I made, you know, 200 bucks and like I gave that 200 bucks to somebody else, then... I made no money. Like, sure, I got this other thing done, but I also, I need to eat. So, you know, like, how do you, I guess, go about figuring that stuff out of like when to ask for support or help? Man, I, I don't think there's necessarily a right time. Um, I do think that um, the sooner, you, you know, maybe your network or, you know, something like this, you know, lends itself to getting somebody on board with you, then mm -hmm. awesome. Then you know, that, that works, you know, maybe there's something, you know, some mutual uh, benefit there where they're getting experience or something like this, um, out of helping you out or what, you know, whatever it might be. There's, you know, there's, there's um, more currency than just, just currency. So. Um, yeah. You can't work with everybody. I mean, I guess like how you talked about the, the two kind of 
types of, of, of entrepreneurs. Uh, I've seen people attack entrepreneurship of the, the you know, entrepreneurship of the idea, or I guess, I don't know, maybe it's an edict of, you got to spend money to make money, right? Mm -hmm. And so, <laughs> which is, on the surface you do, how much you have to spend to make some, that, that varies, right? Like yeah. we can debate about that. And so you'll see some people do all the things up front, like, you know, I'm getting incorporated, I'm spending money to get, you know, a billing service, I'm getting spending money for marketing, I'm spending money, there's a lot of money going out. <laughs> and I'm like, damn, like either you're making a lot or you're going in the hole fast. Like, exactly. you know, banking yeah. on the idea that you're going to get that back, which could happen. And also, yeah. you know. <laughs> Go bankrupt too. <laughs> you could go bankrupt. You know what? That's, I mean, this is one of the things that like when I got into business, business school, um, you know, there's all these uh, unicorn companies and all, all these cool new startups. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, you go and start breaking down their, their income statements. Um, and you realize that they're, they're, uh, they're showing debt as profit. Wait, what? Yeah. So they're showing debt as profit. So let's say a bank gives you a million dollars and you put that on your books as. Yeah. And so. And so but I owe that back. That bank didn't just give me that outright. Right. <laughs> as a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, they're going to want that million back and then some extra. Yeah, man. But then that's all you do is you just go to the next lender or you ask them for more money. But that's today's, that's, that's how, you know, that, that's how we that's work. Venture capitalism, that's a, that's a Ponzi scheme, bro. Crazy, right? But it's, it's passed off, man. Like, and, uh, you know, there's companies like WeWork that, um, you know, they're raising a ton of funds, you know, mm -hmm. and um, from different entities and they're just buying stuff and, you know, balling out, having a good time. Um, you know, I mean, they gave them the money, like, you know, like, but. To me, like one of the big things there is they vilify, um, I forget his name, but they vilify. Yeah, uh, I know the dude that you're talking about who like uh, absconded and like for, I don't want to say absconded, but you know, he, he gave essentially himself and his wife like four million or some crazy stuff. He was getting crazy doing four billion. Four billion. I knew it was, a, it was, a, yeah. Yeah, but that was his, uh, that was his severance. I mean, it was in the contract. It's not like, he just, you know, like he did some magic, like it was there. Like, I mean, it's not, it's not like, like, like oh, brutal. It, but that's like the thing with our media in our country. Like, you know, like they, you, you always need a scapegoat, right? Yeah. 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 Scapegoat. So like that guy gets vilified, but like all the people who invested in this company that wasn't making any money, what about them? Like, yeah. like yeah. billions, you know, billions of dollars. Where do they come from? You know, but this guy's evil because, you know, his his company didn't necessarily work out. Well, but maybe actually, no, it's not that it didn't work out. It's still around. Yeah, like it's, it's still around. <laughs> it, it didn't go anywhere. It's still there. So, to me, it's like, what did he do wrong? Like, you know, like it's a system and he's not the first. This is not the first company. This is just following a format, following a process. That's what banks did. That's what happened when the bubble burst, like yeah. in the housing crisis happened in like 2007, 2008. And that's what banks were doing. We were bailing them out because they were unscrupulous with the money. Like they were doing yeah. crazy stuff. You, you're too big to fail, right? Like, there, you, like, there you go. There you go. You too can fail. Big to fail. You can fail. Go, you, like, you <laughs> can't fail. You can't. Bear Stearns is gone. No, but I know. Save Bank of America. 
I know a thing or two about that. Y'all didn't come save me. No, no. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Nobody came save when I, you. When I had this degree and I was sleeping in my car, nobody came and saved me. Hey, they, didn't save you. they <laughs> left you out there. America. <laughs> they didn't save you. They didn't save shit. Absolutely oh, you not. Got this degree, top, you know, top university, California. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. you did. Yeah. Man, did nothing. I, you know, I, I had to bounce back. <laughs> yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. I mean, that's 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 creativity, though, right? Yeah. You had to figure it out. Yeah. I, like that. That's the ups and downs, and I guess the ebbs and flows that, like, maybe some people aren't aren't ready for because I think my experience is that, and I don't think people are trying to be bad when they do this, but being an entrepreneur is is sensationalized. It's sexy, right? Like even like you said, I had no class on how to do business. All my professors in, in my grad program, when you get in private practice, you'll do this, you'll charge this much, you won't have a problem getting clients, right? None of that says like, hey, you know, how do you get an NPI number, you know, an EIN number? Are you going to take insurance or not? Like, you know, like, how are you going to set your practice? How are you going to market yourself? They aren't asking me any of this stuff I'm going to need to know. Do you have a business license? Which city are you going to set that up in? Why? Like, none of that stuff gets talked about. You'll be in private practice and you'll be fine. That's what they told me. You'll be you fine. You have a problem. You're, and it was, it, was, it was fine. Like, they had a reason why. They were like, you're a black male therapist. Like, there aren't a ton of you guys around. People are going to be seeking you out which is true. Yeah. Also, you didn't help me to be able to, what do I do with that? <laughs> right? Like, what do I do with that? And so I think people, you know, entrepreneurship is made to be sexy, but we don't talk about the rigors of it. And okay. like, you know, you got to be creative to, to, to remain afloat. You can't, you can't talk about the rigors of it because <laughs> not with what everybody, not with everybody, because, uh, you know, I've tried to do that with some people and mm -hmm. they go, Oh man, you know, it sounds like you, you know, you, you thinking about quitting. It's like, no, I'm not talking about that. I'm just trying to share with you the journey. Like this, this, excuse my French, but this shit ain't easy. You know? <laughs> Facts. You know, come to you, you know, like you're going to get punched in the mouth. You know what? But you got to get, you know, it's about how much can you take and yeah. keep going forward. Keep right. evolving, keep adapting, keep, you know, expand your horizons that's what this is about so you know i say that there's some people that just don't even want to accept it yeah 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 it, it's it's so true like i mean i feel like every because i got you know full-time private practice for me since august of 2019 and you know kind of coming up on on two years of this it's a you learn you keep learning stuff right like you keep hitting new milestones so you know i just recently had to do you know taxes uh, cool. you know, I, I had to do them last year, but you know, it was a hybrid year because the year before you, you know, how taxes work. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but like, it's, it's a thing of where the takeaway for me is like, you know, don't make too much money. Also <laughs> make more money. Like <laughs> it's like both of those competing oh, forces God. at the same time. <laughs> I love it. Don't make too much. No, you don't want to make too much. Also, you need to make more. Oh man. It sounds like you live in California. Yeah, I do live in California. Absolutely <laughs> high tax state. Exactly. Pass through income is a real thing. People learn right. about it. You know, Man, <laughs> this escort. Here, yeah, out of here, son. <laughs> you hear me? Well, I was gonna say Newsom, but you about to, but but oh, <laughs> they're gonna recall that mother. 
Oh, man. But, that, but that's it, though. Like, like nobody talks about that, right? Like, do you, do you have an accountant that's competent for the way that your business is set up in the in the, the space that you're in, right? Like, not every accountant is qualified to work with small businesses or work with someone who is like a, you know, essentially a cash pay business like a therapist. Mm-hmm. You know, like, they, they aren't prepared for that. And then you got to think about things of, you know, how do you, when I do kind of get someone to, to work for me, is that contracted? Am I having them fill out a W-9 or 1099 in them? Or do I just need to show receipts? Like all that stuff comes into play that you don't learn. And that's not the stuff that I went to school for, right? (laughs) Not not that they didn't teach it to me. They're like, that's not why I wanted to be a therapist. Like I want to be a therapist. (laughs) Exactly my point, exactly my point. Like Mm -hmm. you went to school, I mean, you know, obviously undergrad, but it's different, but we're talking about like, you're in the MBA program to be better at being an entrepreneur, which you're going to do. Yeah. That's, that's not any of my, none of my schooling was about being a better business person like that. That's not what yeah. any of my education was about yeah. yet. I have to learn this stuff. Yeah. And, and like that in and of itself can kind of take away your creativity because oh, it's a real worry. So yeah, that's a lot of stuff to do. Yeah. And, uh, and just a quick note, guys, so when you go into a law office or a doctor's office and they're absolutely terrible, think about this aspect of it is that they, you know, they, they probably just want to practice, you know, mm-hmm. and they, they probably don't have people skills, you know, like, yeah. it, you know, they don't, they don't necessarily want to deal with you. They just want to do law. <laughs> like, you know, like, no, I just want to do the law. I don't want to do anything else. <laughs> just let me law. Be lawyer. That's that's really that's that's the truth. Like they just want to do the law. They just want to do medicine. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You gotta realize help sick people. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah. You know, and it, you know, it unfortunately, you know, the, the illnesses come with people and they, and they may not be that good with people. But <laughs> they just want to deal with you know with that stuff. Um, oh, brutal, brutal. Yeah, man. I mean, or like I, how to run the business of being able to do that. Yeah, and, and I think that's why you know some people aren't cut cut out for this. True. You know why some people you said like a doctor eight years and then they go work for a hospital because the hospital figures all that stuff out. You know, are you are you going to do you know ex, uh, what is it like a it's called it's called estimated taxes right like are you going to do those quarterly you know are you how are you going to figure that stuff out or are you going to wait to the end of the year do some year-end projections and then cash out the you know and like if you don't what are you going to do with that money in the interim you know yeah. make sure that you have that money because the government's going to want their cut they're gonna and want you can't say you spent it i know that. <laughs> oh, they're going to want it and they'll get it even if you spend it they'll get it <laughs> <laughs> If you spend, hey, they're gonna get it anyway. Yes, <laughs> that's absolutely the truth. But that's the thing, like that stuff you got to figure out. None of that has to do with therapy. None. Yeah, not. But also is necessary for me to know to be able to kind of, you know, do this thing well and expand it. Yeah, you got to tap in. And, and that's like none of that fuels my creativity. Like that, that, I guess that's, that's the thing I'm learning is that the stuff that I have to do doesn't always fuel my creativity. So mm-hmm. like when I'm doing therapy, that, that fuels my creativity because when I'm working with someone, you know, it could be somebody different and I'm visualizing or conceptualizing the problem 
differently and how it shows up for them. And, you know, it makes me think outside the box for this person. And I come up with like some new kind of intervention or whatever. And it's like, okay, boom, that expanded my skill set. So now I can use that new intervention I came up with with all these other clients, right? Tracking my expenses doesn't really provide me <laughs> with that same level of, of, of motivation to be creative. Yeah. Man, so do you do you do this on a quarterly basis? Uh, no, what I've decided is that I, <laughs> now I'm telling my whole business model. So I take, I take what we call an advance uh, on, on my income. Uh, and so kind of I give myself a distribution uh, bi-weekly of a certain amount. And then at the end of the year, I will do some year projections and we will come up with a number and I will pay the government their, their cut. Boom. Yeah. And the way I decided that is that like, I can keep that money on hand uh, all throughout the year and invest it and do some other stuff to, to build it. Yeah. And gain some interest on it. If I do nothing with it at all, uh, in a, you know, high yield savings account. And yep. then I can, uh, you know, give the, them their cut and everybody's happy. Yeah. Well, Steve on Lewis with the step six, uh, you know, <laughs> intro. <laughs> so, <laughs> I guess uh, I had to learn this, man. I, I didn't, I, I did not choose to learn this. It chose me, son. Chose like, me. Hey, <laughs> yeah, man. No, but it's uh, this life. Nah, <laughs> which is good, man, which is very efficient. Yeah. Uh, you know, I like it. You got to work to get, you know, you got to work to get there. People. Yeah. <laughs> so. Right, right, right. But it's, yeah, it's like, it's a whole thing. And like, none, like I said, none of that stuff is creative, but yeah. necessary. It's a, it's a, it's a weird thing. Yeah. I mean, it, you know, it's, I mean, it's, you didn't know that on day one. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. You had to get there. So there's just a little bit of creativity. I mean, maybe you yeah. tapped into somebody who, you know, helped you get there. So yeah. that, you know, that's fun. Yeah. Fun no, I mean, I think the other thing I think about when thinking, uh, or like when we talk about creativity is that. For you, you have a product-based business, right? So it's like, I guess the difference between like you being your brand and you having a brand or having a product, right? Like Go Hard is a brand, it's a drink, it's a product. You know, it is day G, but it's like not, you know what I mean? My product is me. And yeah. so that's like also the other thing of like, how do you be more creative in that? Like, I guess, do you think about creative differently because you are, when you say creative entrepreneur, you're thinking about another product you're going to be coming up with or, or, or how to make something else better that exists in the market, maybe. Um, both. I think for me, I mean, cause, cause the whole way I even get, came up with go hard was like, I wanted to make energy drinks better. Mm-hmm. Um, so there you go. So happened to be that we had the name go hard or, you know, like, you know, like just so, you know, um, in that I go hard. So, so that, just, that just kind of like came together. Um, but I think, uh, you know, like I said in the beginning, you know, there's different ways to do it. Like, for instance, for you, I don't know if you want me to get into this at all. Okay. Uh, so uh, yes, like for you, when I, when I look at you and I go, oh, well, you know, you need to, you need to create a course like on communication because, mm-hmm. you know, you have, you have this value of like, of you know, ability to communicate like you like steve-on's like if you never took a session with them or if you never like you know <laughs> like steve-on's like crazy communicator like right like 
he can pursue. I went to school for it. I better be got. Yeah, pay good money. But you did this before school. <laughs> so, Stephon was doing this when we were twelve. Like he was, he was doing therapy at school. Like it, it's uh, an amazing thing to see. But I know he has this thing within him, and I see. You know, like I, I brought up the thing about professionals, like lawyers, mm-hmm. doctors, not knowing how to yeah, how communicate with people or or communicate their value with people. And I thought, you know what, dude, if you could set up, you know, like a process, like a, a seminar of how to commute, like to give them some of what you have naturally and, you know, you've perfected, you know, uh, through experience and education, if you could just share with them a little bit, man, that would be amazing. I even took it past like the, you know, the traditional professionals. I was like, dude, even personal trainers need this. Like, you know, (laughs) like all they do is deal with people. Yeah. Like, I mean, that right there, like that's, that would be an amazing seminar. So um, I say that to say um, that's based on you and who you are and your Mm skill set and value that, um, that doesn't necessarily need to be like hourly. Like, I mean, even like today that, that could be, digital you know like yeah don't need to be there like you know <laughs> like you know like, yeah <laughs> here's you know? this stuff yeah i mean but see that that's also in like i don't want to take us into another kind of topic because we'll touch on this you know ooh, this is going to be good like you know networking and creativity but like you saying that when you use the word seminar it made me think of like hey you know because you you hear course and you think like oh of course that's going to be you know, X number of times over X period, right? Like, you know, when you take a course at school, that might be a 16 week course, a 12 week course. When you say seminar, I'm like, oh, that could be a one-time thing. You know, here's this information, good luck in life. You know what I mean? Like here's his 45 minutes or, you know, here's a 90 minute seminar, you know, deuces kind of thing. And I was like, oh snap, like a seminar, I could put out more products if I thought of it in that way. But then again, there's the creativity like that, that comes from engaging in discourse with you. Like, that's a crazy thing. Like creativity is, I guess it can be for, but it's the, this is the cultivation of it, right? Like, I guess, you know, you said what you take in. So being in association with you has helped me. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, like, you know, but that's like, that's like the yin and yang of our relationship though. Right. Is that like, I get practicality from you. Like, you know, <laughs> like, you know, like it's, it's, <laughs> there it is. There oh, it is. I, mean, I shouldn't jump off that. That no, don't do that okay. yet. Don't do that. Do <laughs> not do that. Do not do that. Let's think about that first. <laughs> Absolutely not. Let's think about that first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's think. What happens if we do this? Yeah, and countless other, you know, <laughs> other saves. That <laughs> I'm thinking about calling this dude. Let's not call him. Do we need to call him? What do you? What, what is the point of that? What are you trying exactly. to accomplish by what calling? Him? To accomplish? How many times have I heard that in life? What are you there trying you go. to accomplish with that? Hey, I want to know the goal so I can understand that this is a good a good way for us to behave. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Oh, that is a frequent conversation. Facts. I love it. I love it. I love Hilarious. it. Yeah. No, that's good, man. I mean, I think. Yeah, like this, this is part of it. I mean, I guess when we talk about networking, we'll go more into like what we get out of that when you network as an entrepreneur. And I know you've got like clear views on networking in general of like, you know, people approach that process incorrectly. Yeah, incorrectly. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 yeah it's or, or like, yeah, we haven't even gotten to like the, 
Yeah, this is this is gonna be a great series, man, because we'll talk about like partnerships, when to partner, what happens when that doesn't go the way you thought it was. Uh <laughs> or like you I think part of the hesitation for me about I kind of do this thing of where I I guess I contract, like I just do like these one-time or one-offs, like I'll hire you for this job and that's it, as opposed to like a long-term working relationship. Uh, because I don't want to have to fire somebody. Like oh, I can do that if I need to. Uh, and I, I know I'm going to have to have somebody that sticks around much longer because at some point I'm going to need an assistant to do some stuff. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like I, I do the one-off deal so that like, hey, it's it's time bound so yeah. that, you know, you do this project and when that project is done, you're done. So, you know, we're good and we can reevaluate uh, if we want to work, work together again. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think it's a, I mean, you got to do what works for you, right? Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I kind of like that freelance thing, yep. you know, on my yep. end, like, you know, I just use freelancers and like, yep. you know, you, you know, when this project is done, we're, you know, we, we are too. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, I, I, I'm yeah, all, I'll use them again. I, I've used the same person like multiple times, like for sure. Yeah, I'm all about the relationship. But at the end of the day, like, you know, if we either of us need to walk away, we can walk away. Like, I even yep. think about like, hiring an admin, right? Because mm-hmm. I was supposed to do that uh, last year. But obviously, that didn't happen. And uh, now looking for it, because that's like the big thing that I need help. And so yep. I'm like, same, same. but I'm thinking like, I'm not about to hire somebody who's going to expect to be working with me like long term, like, really, what I need is somebody who has great potential to be more than an admin, and like, work, you know, work with them, like, so they can like, you know, they can develop, and then they move on and I find another person like this, you know? Um, so you know what, like, dude, same, same place, same time we end up there. So I'm in that same boat of like, I need some help. Right. And, you know, like with therapy stuff, it's kind of nuanced. So you want somebody that has an understanding of that. Yeah. And the thing that was kind of brought up to me again, in, in conversation with people, you think outside the box was like, why not hire somebody who's on their way to becoming a therapist? Yeah. Right. Like they get the, the, the opportunity to work in like a private practice to learn the business of that stuff and like kind of, you know, how to do it. Also, they understand things around confidentiality or what's that. And they are going to absolutely go on and make their own business. They aren't going to want to be attached to me very long. Yeah. Uh, so it's like, yeah, finding somebody kind of on that road. And I was like, that would be a great admin person. Like they can't do therapy yet because they aren't, you know, kind of licensed or, you know, finished with their degree and got their, their uh, associate number. But finding somebody maybe in school, like in a grad program, like, hey, you want to do some stuff? We can, you know, mm-hmm. talk about social media. You handle like emails and calls or whatever. Mm-hmm. And you will, you know, have the professional kind of decorum to do that stuff. Also, once you get done, you're going to go fly. And that's cool. Yeah. I'll find another person in school willing to do that stuff. Go fly. Do you? So it's like that the person you're talking about might be somebody who's like at the start of their MBA program or, you know, in, 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 you know, business school as an undergrad or whatever, and, you know, working their way up so that, Hey, you get there and you're going to be gone and done. And that's great. Yeah, man. Um, It it, would be interesting to see how this thing, how that works out, who, you know, you know, yeah, man. Yeah. 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 Fun times, man. I like it. I like it. I can't wait. Like, you know, we're going to do more of these episodes, but these, this conversation is, is appropriate for right now, for sure. Yeah. These are always fun. Yep. For sure. All right. Well, yeah. Um, We'll, uh, we'll close out here, but, uh, but check back, like, share, subscribe, and um, feel free to comment, uh, you know, anything you have, anything that you maybe want to hear, um, DM myself or Steve on, 
and uh we'll catch you on the next one any uh that's anything right. else, Luke? no that that's it that's it well that's that work never stops neither should you i'm out <laughs>